Hey guys, welcome to the Remember Truth Podcast. Our hope is to inspire you to hide God's Word in your heart through scripture memorization. Each week, we will cover a new piece of scripture and memorize it as a community. Matthew 4, 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So join us as we learn the Word of God together. Hey, Rizel. Hey, Sonia. How are you? I am doing so well. It is a beautiful day here in New York. It is stunning. It's a 60 degrees today, which we have not had in a long time. So Nate and I are excited. We're going to go hang out with some friends later, go to the park on the West Side Highway, and the guys are going to play spike ball. Wait, amazing. Oh my gosh. I was going to say <laughs> the weather here is amazing. It's been oh my like- gosh raining on and off but today we already went on a walk and I was like we just need to like yeah we just need to enjoy this sunny weather I'm super excited for spring to be here is spring here I think it's here oh it is here right it's here happy spring everybody it's officially spring happy spring bring out all of those colors I'm actually wearing a bright pink sweater today Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? I'm over the black and the grays and the beige. Like, I want color. I want blues. I want pink. I want green. I yes. want happy, you know? That's so good. I'm such, like, a neutral girly, and all of my friends yes. are, too. There's, like, no color in our closets, which, you know, I can appreciate. Like, if it, if you have less color, you can wear it more often, and nobody knows. And, you know, what's it called? The little – the a capsule wardrobe capsule wardrobe yes um but sometimes you just want color but yes we that reminds me that we are working on our flower beds we're gonna plant some flowers hopefully hopefully it goes well we've always killed (laughs) our flowers and they've (laughs) never lasted long um but i'm hoping for lots of color and just blooming flowers this season Yes. Speaking of blooming, I don't think this is a good transition, but Rizel, you're having a baby soon. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's all I can talk about. Yes. And really? he's five weeks away. Um, A month when this comes out, my, my belly is growing every single day. It's yes. exciting. We're doing lots to get ready for him. You know, when you're pregnant, you go through this nesting phase. You just kind of want everything to be done. And so we've been working on the flower beds. Like I said, we've been organizing closets and getting rid of junk and doing a project in the boys' room. So we've been very busy here just trying to get ready for baby. So you're doing a little bit of spring cleaning. Everyone is. I'm just grateful to be in a new season, to be out of winter, hopefully into better weather. The sun is shining and I'm, I'm in a good mood today. So if you're listening to this, take advantage of your spring, get outside. Maybe do a picnic with some friends, you know, go go on a walk. Um, yeah, I'm just excited for spring and I'm excited for what the Lord has for this new season. So good. I think it's amazing how God designed seasons for us. And I think they're so intentional. And I am hopeful that the spring is a joyful one for everyone. You know, new life is coming and yes. the, the flowers are blooming. Yes, absolutely. Right. So our verse this week is actually has a lot to do with joy. So what do you say that we jump into that and tell everyone what our verse for the week is? I would love to. Okay, guys, our verse this week is found in Psalm. It is Psalm 73, 25 
Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing that I desire besides you. So good. I want this to be true of my life. Before we talk about it, I'm going to pray and then we will jump into the context. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for a new season. We thank you for um, just the anticipation uh, and hope for what is to come in this new season, Lord. We thank you for new life that is springing up, Lord, and that we can see that in your creation, Lord, with just the flowers coming out, Lord. And um, we just thank you for beautiful weather, Lord, that we just get to enjoy what you have made. God, I pray over this verse, Lord, that it would be so true of our lives, God, that we would be able to say that we have nothing in heaven but you and nothing that we desire besides you. Lord, would that just be the anthem that we live by, Lord, that we would long for you more than anything else in this world, God, and that you would satisfy us more than anything else that this world has to offer. We love you. So we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rizel. Okay, so this verse is found in Psalm, Psalm 73, 25. And we are big fans of Psalm here because all of the psalmists are so good at sharing their emotions with the Lord. They do not hide from the Lord when they are feeling sad, when they are feeling low, but instead they run to the Lord. And this is just another great example of the people of God feeling free, feeling the freedom to question the Lord and to bring it to the Lord. So this Psalm was written by Asaph. And in the very beginning, he tells the Lord, Hey, I've got a question for you. I am seeing a contradiction. And so these are the first three verses of the Psalm. It says, surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost slipped. I had nearly lost my foothold for I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. So he says, God, I know that you are good. You are good to those that are pure in heart, but but I'm I'm slipping. My feet are almost slipping because I envy the arrogant. There's people who aren't following you. In fact, they are wicked and they are prospering. They are seeing success in their life. But Lord, I know that you are good to those who follow you. So why am I seeing a difference in my own life? Why do I feel like those who don't follow you are living better lives than I am? And he says in verse 12, this is what the wicked are like always free of care. They go on amassing wealth. Surely in vain, I have kept my heart pure and I've washed my hands in innocence. All day long, I have been afflicted and every born, every morning brings new punishments. He's saying, listen, the people who aren't following you, who are wicked, they are carefree. They are enjoying life. They are accumulating wealth. But me, I have a pure heart. I am innocent. I follow you, Lord, and I am experiencing punishment. Why is that? And so he's not hiding this from the Lord, right? How many times do we see people who don't follow the Lord living a life that we think is full of joy, full of prosperity? And we're like, Lord, wait, I thought a life of joy was promised to those who follow you. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't, doesn't shy away from the Lord. He brings that to him. And yet... In verse 16, he says, when I tried to understand all of this, it troubled me deeply till 
I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. I love this. What he does instead, he's saying, I'm trying to understand all of this. And so what am I going to do? I'm going to go to the sanctuary of God. I'm going to spend time with the Lord. I'm going to bring my feelings to him and let him reveal truth to me because my feelings aren't always truthful. Lord, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm perceiving. Will you please align my heart with truth? So he goes to the Lord and he shares this. And it ends by him saying, Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterward, you will take me into glory. Who am I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. So he gets to a place where he realizes that true joy is found in the Lord, that this is a temporary success, a temporary Mm -hmm. happiness that people are experiencing. But Sadly, they will perish because they're not following the Lord. They're not finding their joy in him. They're not walking with him or abiding in him. And Asaph says, you guided me. You counseled me to see the truth that I am the one that you will take into glory, that I am the one who is satisfied in you. I have nothing on this earth I desire besides you. And I just think that's so beautiful. And he says, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So he's recognizing I have a weak heart. I'm tempted to believe that joy and goodness is found apart from you. But as he goes to the Lord, the Lord reveals to him, I'm the one. I'm the one that you need. I'm the one that satisfies you. And this earth has nothing you should desire besides me. Wow. I love his honesty. And can I just say, this is so relatable and I think we would be lying if we said that we did not have this same thought daily as we're scrolling social media as we are on Instagram and seeing everyone living their best life people that you know aren't following the Lord or even people that are we're just constantly thinking that other people have joy that we do not have and Satan uses lies to distract us from the reality that the Lord is the only thing that can provide true joy and true fulfillment. Asaph, and I think a lot of us, we define prosperity by material prosperity, but the Lord does not go by that same definition, right? We can find spiritual prosperity in the Lord and we can find joy and fulfillment in him. Material prosperity is so fleeting. And, you know, I was talking at the beginning of the of our conversation about all of the projects that we are doing in my house right now to get ready for baby. I mean, I'm redecorating the living room and I'm organizing closets and I'm redecorating the boys' room. And as much as I I am passionate about decorating and I love interior design and I love, you know, just making a space feel like home, a lot of the times I'm thinking about like, okay, in a few years, everything that I'm doing is going to be outdated because that is just how things work, whether it's clothing or, or, you know, decor trends, whatever it is, like it's going to go out of style and I'm going to want to change it again. And so this fulfillment that I find in having clothes or a home that is in style or trendy right now, it's going to go away. And I think that's true of, of anything but the Lord, right? We can find temporary fulfillment in the things of this world, but it's nothing in comparison to the fulfillment that we can find in the Lord. Wow. That is so good. You are so right. The only constant that we are promised is the Lord, is his love for us, is his character. He will never change, but everything else changes. The amount of Instagram followers that you have, the popularity that you have, either 
virtually on social media or in person with people. Um, Your giftings can change even your friends that you have, the clothes that you have, the makeup that's in style. TikTok will have a new trend out next week. And I find myself running to these things for joy when I'm in a bad mood. I It's mm. so easy for me to, to get on Instagram, to go to one of my favorite influencers page, go to their Amazon storefront or, or whatever they're like to know it and buy something because I think I just need a quick, a quick fix, something yeah. that's going to make me happy in this moment. And then, and then it comes in the mail. And I've said this before, it comes in the mail, I open it and it's just such a short lived joy because we're not supposed to find our joy in the things of this world. We're supposed to find it in the Lord alone. There are two quotes that I want to share that came to mind as I was reading this passage. One um, is actually a song by Hillsong Worship, and it says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Asaph went to the sanctuary, went to spend time with the Lord, and when he did, the things that he thought were good and were pleasing to the eye, prosperity and success and wealth, all of that faded. It all was dimmed in the light and glory of who God is. And that is the same for us. If we are constantly scrolling on Instagram or any, pick your form of social media, and we're seeing these things all of the time, I think the more that our eyes see something, the more inclined our heart is to love those things, right? The more that we see them, the more that we think they are good and necessary. So if we look to Jesus, if we turn to Jesus, we will see that he is actually good and he can actually fulfill us. Then C.S. Lewis said, our desires are not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us, like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at sea. We are far too easily pleased. C.S. Lewis knew what was right. He says, we have infinite joy that is offered to us, but we are far too easily pleased and we run to drinks and we run to sex. We run to alcohol. We run to drugs. We run to Instagram, clothing, whatever it may be, because we think these things can fill us. But it's a temporary joy. It is not an all-fulfilling joy like the love and presence of the Lord. Yeah. As you were talking about what we see on Instagram or any any social media that we're on, I thought about a verse in Matthew 6 where it says, if your eye is healthy, then your body is full of light. But your if your eye is unhealthy, then your body is full of darkness. And it just, it proves that what we put, what we see every single day really impacts what we're thinking about and what our heart, the condition of our heart will be. If we are constantly spending our time scrolling, looking for things to buy or seeing other people live their quote unquote best life, it's going to affect how we feel. It's going to make us desire more. It's going to make us believe that if we just had that one thing or looked a certain way, then we would be fulfilled. And so my encouragement to, to everyone listening and even myself would be, okay, what are you spending your time looking at? And is there a correlation between that and your desire to have more and your belief that if you had more that you would be fulfilled. And so I think step one is just stepping back, 
from the things that cause you to believe that there is fulfillment found in other places than the Lord. That's so good. And I think for you and me, obviously social media is a stumbling block for us, right? It's, mm-hmm. it, it really does have an impact on our heart and our minds, but it may be different for other people. So I think it would be good to sit down and just think about your life. What are the things that are influencing you? Whether it's a TV show that you watch, whether it's music, maybe people that you spend time with um, that are that are tempting you to believe that there's joy found in other places. I think that would be such a good thing to do. Just sit down and also ask the Lord, Lord, what is it? What, what are my eyes being exposed to? What am I doing in my daily life? That is, that is making me believe the lie that you aren't good enough for me, that I can find satisfaction in the things of this world. And whatever that is, Lord, give me the courage to step away from those things Mm -hmm. so that in those times that I would run to those things, instead I'm running to you, right? I, yeah. I think it's so so important to note that there is no quick fix for this, right? Like I can't say, Lord, heal me and and in immediately he will, you know, like a genie. I think it takes it takes discipline on our end, right? The the answer is sitting with the Lord, beholding right. him, thinking about his glory, about his goodness instead of running to these things. And as we do that repeatedly, we will find that he is the only thing that can satisfy us, that his love will never run dry, that he is a fountain of life and we can continually run to him for never-ending joy. It's so true. I love that you said we have to spend time with the Lord. Yes, we can get rid of the things that are a stumbling block for us. But if we are not constantly going to the Lord, sitting at his feet, spending time with him, then we won't find this fullness of joy that he promises us. Galatians 5, 16 says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. The only way that we will overcome this temptation to find fulfillment in things other than the Lord is if we walk by the spirit and we walk by the spirit when we're, when we're in the word, when we are connecting with the Lord daily through the word that he provides us. And that is how we will find true contentment and spiritual riches and the eternal joy that he promises us. So Rizal, let's be real. I know that you and I struggle with this and I would say that every believer struggles with this. It would be naive to say that every single day of our lives, we wake up and we're just so clear. The Lord is the best thing I've ever been given. He is the greatest gift of my life. It's just difficult, right? There's ups and downs in our spiritual journey. So for you, Rizal, what is something right now that you are struggling with that you are finding more pleasing than the Lord? Or you think, gosh, if I just had that, then I would be joyful, that I wouldn't be lacking anything that I need. Yeah, I think I've mentioned it a little bit. It goes hand in hand with the whole nesting phase that I'm in right now, because I think that part of me is looking for, okay, once my house is done and everything is in place, then I will be in my heart ready for this baby and for the transition that's coming. And I, I will have peace. And, you know, like that is such a big lie. Like I can be ready and have peace in my heart for this baby right now because the Lord promises me peace. He promises me that he will be everything that I need when baby comes. And if baby came tomorrow, I could find joy and contentment and be satisfied in the Lord. But I, part of me is believing that, okay, once I can check everything off my list, 
then I can find this piece that I have been searching for. So that's something that I want to just take the time to to focus on in this next month as I wait for baby. Lord, help me to find this piece and my satisfaction and fulfillment in you and not crossing everything off my list before baby comes. I think it's great that the Lord has revealed that to you, right? Yes, it is good to get your home ready. It is good to prepare for your child to come into this world. But at the end of the day, joy is not found in checking things off of of the box checking off your boxes. <laughs> Joy is not found in having a newly decorated living room or <laughs> a nursery. Those those things are good, right? But we can tend to just put so much of our thoughts and energy into things of this world that we know we aren't going to take with us, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I have been questioning whether – so I have a subscription to Newly. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a clothing – clothing rental company and every month I get six pieces of clothing that and honestly I get so excited when that thing comes to my door um and if I'm being honest living in New York has also I've always struggled with materialism but I think it's also made me just think more about how I present myself because I think New York is like the height of fashion right everyone here like looks great all the time um and so I I already struggle with the way I with my appearance but I'm thinking even more so about what I'm wearing. And I've done this, I think, for the past maybe eight months, um, renting clothes and spending time scrolling through their website. And I'm not saying newly is a bad thing, right? You can have a clothing subscription and honor the Lord. But what I'm saying is that is your, your motives matter. So when I'm getting on the app and I'm looking for clothes, am I thinking, oh, I will be joyful if I had these things, or I would be more accepted if I had these things, or I will be prettier or more valuable or whatever, then it's a good time to check my heart. And so I I'm, I think I might need to step away from it because I get so excited and I even think about like, oh, what's this person going to say when I have this on? Or I hope that I that I get complimented. I'm just being real, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I spend a lot of time thinking about what I look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I do believe the lie that that once I have the, these clothing items that I will be happier. And yeah, I may need to give it up this next month, which makes me sad because I have a wedding to go to and I was really looking forward <laughs> to renting a dress. But I think it's important to, like you said, take inventory of the things in your life. And if there's something that's causing you to stumble, then you might it might be a good time to take it away. Yeah, Sonia, I I think so many people can relate to that. I was listening to a podcast with Sadie Robertson and she said that one time she was really struggling with like vanity and the way that she looked and she was at a church conference and she just went without makeup the entire time. And I mean, that's huge, right? I mean, you're Sadie Robertson. A lot of people see her and know her. And she was like, I'm just going to do this because I have to like learn that it's okay to not always be perfect and have my makeup done and the best hair and the best clothes or whatever. And so I think just taking a little break from the things that you put a lot of your identity in is awesome. So I, you have to let us know how it goes. Now, now we're keeping you accountable. (laughs) (laughs) I was so sad to let it go, but that's the thing too. If you are upset about giving something up, like my therapist told me once, like our idols, don't 
give up their grasp easily, right? It's difficult mm-hmm. to give those things up and they're holding on to you as well. So that's a good sign. If there's something in your life that you don't want to give up, like screen time um, or working out even and working out is a good thing, but if you're doing it too much, you know, then maybe you should reconsider that. But if there's something you don't want to give up, that may be a good sign that it has a hold on you and you're finding joy in that instead of the Lord. Let's talk about other ways people can draw near to the Lord and be reminded of his goodness. If they're struggling with finding joy in him and they they're finding it in the world. Another really good thing is to meditate on scripture, which is why we started this podcast, but meditating on scripture just realigns your heart, right? Like you were just reminded, God, you are the only thing that I need. You are the one who fulfills me. You are the one who satisfies me. Psalm 1611 says, you make known to me the path of life in your presence. There is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. If you ever feel like gosh, I am lacking joy right now. I cannot find it. I'm trying to find it in these things. Meditate over that scripture. Matthew 13, 44 says, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, this is his joy. He goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. He knew the gift that he had in the Lord. So out of his joy, he went and he sold everything that he had in order to have the Lord. So meditate on scripture. I think confession. I mean, I just told you, Hey, I think I need to step back from renting clothes for a little bit because I feel convicted that I, that I'm finding my value and my joy in my clothing. So if this is you and, but you, you're thinking about something else, right? That you're running to instead of the Lord for joy, sit with your people, find a a friend that you trust and confess that to them. Um, And then ask them, to keep you accountable. Just like Rizal said, we're keeping you accountable now. (laughs) Find a friend that will keep you accountable to running to the Lord instead of the things that you most naturally run to. Such great ideas, Zania. Obviously, prayer is huge as well. I really do believe that the Lord listens to us and he can transform our heart. All we have to do is ask him. The other thing that I think is not exactly thought of all the time is serving. I think serving other people really takes our eyes off of ourselves. And we are concerned with what other people are going through and what hardships they're going through. And when we focus our time and attention to helping them and praying for them, our eyes are just immediately taken off of us. And so I would say to serve people. And and honestly, this goes along with the verse that we had Last week, we all have good works that the Lord has prepared in advance for us to do. So we think about the purpose of our life is to reflect the glory of God, right? In the ways that he has designed us. That's exactly what we talked about last week. And ultimately, that is how we find true joy. When we are stepping into the calling that the Lord has for us to love him and to love other people. So my my hope is that as we decide to turn our eyes from ourselves to others and really focusing on making God's glory known that we would experience the true joy and fulfillment that comes from, from living a life that is not about us, um, but living a life that, that is glorifying the Lord and pleasing to the Lord. Yes. I think serving is such a good way, like you said, to take your eyes off of yourself. And then in that Spend time with people and tell them about Jesus. I mean, this 
in this scripture, Asaph sees these people who don't know the Lord and they're going to perish. They're not, they think that they're living a life of joy. They think that they're living a life of fulfillment, but they're actually not because the greatest gift that we could ever be given, they don't have and they don't know about. So if you are a believer and you know Jesus and you've heard the gospel, you know the gift of life that has been given to you through the death and resurrection of Jesus, especially since Easter is coming up, have the courage to share the gospel with somebody else because we don't want to keep this joy to ourselves. Yes, we want to realign our hearts. We want to ask the Lord to help us desire him more than anything in this world. But once we've, we understand the gift that we've been given in the Lord and the joy that we can find in him that nothing can take away from us, we want to make sure that we are sharing that joy and making it accessible to everybody else. So in this season, pray that the Lord would give you courage and just open doors for you to be able to share the gospel with his children. So good. And as you were talking, just had a thought of, we can't share that truth if we don't believe it ourselves. So I do think it's important that we work on ourselves first. And we ask the Lord to make us truly believe that there is nothing that we desire besides him. Amen. We love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If this verse was helpful for you, please memorize it. Of course, we want you to listen to our podcast and follow us on Instagram, but the hope is that you would be spending time in the word each week, memorizing it so that your heart again, can just love the Lord more than anything that this world has to offer. Please also share our podcast with your friends so that they can be encouraged as well. We are, as always, we're so thankful for you and we will see you back here in two weeks. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at remember.truth and you can join our Remember Truth Facebook group. The purpose of the group is to foster accountability and create community around memorizing scripture. Click the link in our show notes and head over to join. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so you never miss an episode. See y'all next week.